Hello there and welcome to Fabulous Folklore, the podcast for all things folklore, occult and just a bit weird. I'm your host Icy Sedgwick, blogger, fantasy author and your guide into these rather mysterious realms. I've got some rare things to show you, so come on in, take a look around, but be careful not to touch anything. These things sometimes bite. Well hello there. Welcome back to Fabulous Folklore with me, your host, Icy Sedgwick. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode on psychogeography and possibly even went out and tried some of your own. If you did, please feel free to leave me a message and let me know where you went, what you saw and all that jazz. In the meantime, we're going to continue with our urban folklore theme. And obviously you can't really say urban folklore without thinking about urban legends. And urban legends often involve something called the phantom hitchhiker and you do tend to find these on quite lonely stretches of road there's usually a tale or two and they're nearly always quite similar in structure a driver stops to pick up a stranger often a young woman during the journey she vanishes from the back of the car sometimes the driver then goes to the address that she gave him to investigate because he wants to know if she got home okay but when he gets there he discovers that his mysterious passenger died some time earlier In some variations, the hitchhiker died on the spot or somewhere nearby, the place where they were picked up. Now, the urban legend about London's Blackwall Tunnel basically takes this story and relocates it from a lonely country road to a road tunnel underneath a river. But there's one crucial difference here. This phantom hitchhiker prefers motorcyclists, not drivers. So let's see if we can find out a bit more about this spectral passenger. So first of all, if you're not familiar with London, you're probably going... Where's the Blackwall Tunnel? And basically it runs under the River Thames, connecting Greenwich, which you'll recognise if you've seen Thor 2, the big bit at the end, the fight scene, that's in Greenwich, and Tower Hamlets. And I honestly, when I lived in London, I lost count of the number of times I heard some kind of report or heavy or delayed traffic there on the morning news. And there's actually two Blackwall Tunnels under the Thames. The original one dates to 1897, and that was originally designed to improve trade in the East End. But by the 1930s, people realised that it couldn't really handle the traffic demands. So in 1967, a second tunnel opened to alleviate congestion. And like years and years ago, you had pedestrians, drivers and cyclists all using the tunnels. But nowadays, it's just vehicles. But you've got to bear in mind, as I say, that this is where the Blackwall Tunnel actually refers to two tunnels, not just one. But the main tale of the Phantom Hitchhiker seems to date to 1972. And this is how the story goes. A motorcyclist riding along and he spots a hitchhiker at the southern entrance to the northbound tunnel. There's actually a picture of this on my blog if you want to see that and the link is in the show notes. The motorcyclist stops to pick him up and the driver gives him an address in Leon C in Essex. So far so good. The motorcyclist gets to the other end of the tunnel and he realises his pillions disappeared. Worried that the hitchhiker had fallen off the bike and landed on the road in the tunnel, he turns around to look. But there's no one there. The passenger has vanished into thin air. Curious, and apparently now concerned about his passenger, the biker goes to the address he'd been given in Essex. Maybe his passenger had made it home by other means. Either way, the biker just wanted to be sure. But the thing is, the passenger hadn't made it home by other means. It turned out that the passenger had actually died several years previously, killed in an accident in, you guessed it, the Blackwall Tunnel. And according to some versions of the legend, the biker actually learned that several motorcyclists had picked up the Phantom Hitchhiker over the years. And this is the thing, the tale does vary with the telling. 
Some versions have the biker pick up the phantom hitchhiker at the southern entrance, in others it's the northern entrance, and occasionally the tail even has the motorcyclist pick up his ghostly passenger within the tunnel itself, although that would obviously be rather silly. One or two stories cite the passenger as being female, but the common consensus is the ghostly hitchhiker is a man. So who is he? Well, versions of the legend describe him as wearing biker leathers, which would imply he's a motorcyclist himself. And a letter apparently appeared in 14 Times in 1994, in which a reader described an incident from 1960. He'd been staying in Blackwall Lane with his wife and father-in-law, which obviously is nearby, and they'd heard an accident outside, and later learned that a motorcyclist was killed. A week later, they heard the same sound at 2am, but the tunnel was empty at the time. Now, I'm going to be honest, I did a fair bit of digging into this, or as much as I could absolutely do, and I couldn't find any other mention of phantom sounds in the tunnel, or at least none that were actually recorded anywhere for me to be able to find online. It does, however, make sense if that was indeed what happened, because the accepted wisdom is that when a violent incident occurs, it leaves a psychic imprint on the environment. Obviously, a traffic accident that kills a person is just such an incident, and it could also explain who the mysterious hitchhiker is. Or could it? Now, because I like digging and I like doing research, I had a look in the British newspaper archive online and I can't find any mention of a traffic accident in the Blackwall Tunnel in 1960. Now, that's not to say it didn't happen, because after all, there are still newspapers that haven't actually been added yet, so it could just be that they're not online yet. However, there doesn't actually seem to be anyone who can say, yes, it was my son, brother, husband, father, whoever, who was killed in the tunnel in 1960, which would support the story. It's all one of these sort of vague, amorphous kind of, like, yeah, so like, a person told me that this thing happened to this person that they knew, and it's it's really hard to pin down. So, and this is what really gives the story a bit more of the ring of the urban legend. It's really difficult to find the source of the original story, Articles about it, like the one I wrote, reference the 1994 letter or the 1972 story, but there's not really any primary evidence available from either of them. So you would expect there would either be a new story from 1960, there'd be something dating to 1972, or there'd be reports of other sightings over the years. And it, it is quite funny because it does sort of become like the friend of a friend of a friend kind of thing, and that's always a bit of a, a telltale sign. But the thing is, I mean, phantom hitchhikers, there is a precedent for them within various ghost stories and tales of a place. And Ernest W. Borman created the type and motif index of the folk tales of England and North America in 1966. You can actually read the entire thing online and there is a link in the blog post for this episode. And in his book, he identified the phantom hitchhiker story type. And he actually classified the motif as E332.3.3.1 and classified it under E, the dead. And this is what it says, I, I quote, Ghost of young woman asks for a ride in automobile, disappears from closed cart without the driver's knowledge, after giving him address to which she wishes to be taken. The driver asks person at the address about the rider, finds she has been dead for some time. End quote. Now, there are a whole range of subcategories which account for the variations in the stories. There's an entire subcategory about phantom hitchhikers that are nuns which is fascinating but our boy from blackwall falls under e332.3.3.1g hitchhikers who just want a lift home obviously the london tale varies somewhat from this fairly generic template it's a male hitchhiker not a woman 
he disappears from the back of a motorbike, not from inside a car. But that said, he does give his address, which obviously is in the original bit from 1966. And when the Good Samaritan asks about his passenger, he discovers he's already dead. But this is the thing that's really fascinating about urban legends because they do seem to grow and evolve over time depending on the teller. You can nearly always spot them when they begin with, a friend told me about this thing that happened to a friend of a friend. Or if it's like, ooh, so the story goes, well, fine, okay, who, who said the story in the first place? And I think this, as much as I like the idea that there might be a phantom hitchhiker in the Blackwall Tunnel, it's also kind of unlikely for all the reasons that I've already just said, the fact that there's not that many eyewitness accounts. Obviously, since it became vehicles only, you know, you don't tend to get the same sort of issues with people being picked up like as a motorcycle inside the tunnel or anything like that. And I would have expected if this was like a genuine incident that there'd be a lot more sightings than there seems to be and there'd be a lot more than just this single letter. Now, I have no doubt that the guy in the Fortean Times actually heard something in the tunnel. There's accidents in there all the time. I absolutely do not doubt that he heard something and I do not doubt that he heard something the following week as well. But the fact that to then say that that is what led to these tales of the hitchhiker who's to say that they didn't grow out of him saying oh I heard this accident and then somebody else has then added that on to another ghost story or something because this is what often happens people borrow bits from the stories and add them together in the turn into anything else and central London really if you if you look at the legends actually has relatively few roadside ghosts compared to other country lanes around the UK and there are obviously hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of ghost stories in London. It's like you can't move without falling over one. But this roadside idea is actually quite unusual. And apparently ghostly children have been heard running along Gloucester Drive in Finsbury Park. So if you live there and you have heard them, please feel free to let me know. And there are also reports of a phantom cyclist in Highgate Village. That's about as many as I could really find that really leapt out. Otherwise, it's your usual ghosts on the underground or the Tower of London or whatever. But that said, if you are a biker travelling through the Blackwall Tunnel, please keep your eyes peeled because the tunnel is sometimes cited as one of the most dangerous tunnels in London and that's just from the traffic. But basically being vigilant can keep you safe. Or who knows, you might end up being flagged down by a spectral passenger. So that is that for this week's episode. I hope you're enjoying this detour into urban folklore because sometimes we can look at folklore and assume that it only happens in the country or that it's only a rural thing and that's really quite silly. I mean, here's a case in point. So I was walking on my way to work the other day and I happened to walk past a sunflower and obviously not the usual kind of thing that you see every day but I looked them up online so I could put a picture on Instagram and if you want to follow me on Instagram by the way it's literally just Icy Sedgwick as my username and I post various folklore snippets and what have you on there. Hashtag fabulous folklore podcast. And the thing with the sunflowers is in folklore they represent good luck. So planting one in your garden can obviously attract good fortune to you. If you pick a sunflower at sunset you should wear it on your person the next day to attract good luck. And that's the kind of thing we often think of when we think of folklore. But I think the idea of the phantom hitchhiker shows that actually folklore can kind of just accrue anywhere where there's people. And really, considering how densely populated London is, why wouldn't it attract a, a series of 
folkloric legends and tales and mysterious goings on and so on. And that ties neatly back into the psychogeography episode last week that it could potentially be the job of the folklorist to capture all these urban stories and try and make some sense out of them. I don't know, that's just something for you to ponder about. We're going to have a look at some more urban folklore, obviously, over the next couple of weeks. So if you've got any requests, please do drop me a line. It's icy at icysedgwick.com if you want to use email, or just tweet me at icysedgwick and tell us what you'd like to hear about. Obviously, I'm quite happy to do urban environments pretty much anywhere. So if you've got a city or a thing you want me to look into and share the goods on the podcast, please do let me know. Otherwise, have an absolutely fabulous week ahead and I will see you soon. Cheerio. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, feel free to subscribe using whichever podcast app it is that you prefer. If you do use iTunes, if you could leave me a review, that would be fab. Basically, it just means iTunes are more likely to recommend this to other people. And if you're interested in more folklore, please feel free to swing by my blog, which is www.icsedgwick.com. And that's Sedgwick spelled S-E-D-G-W-I-C-K. And you can find all of the links, images, and other bits and pieces that hopefully you enjoy. So have an absolutely fab week ahead, and I'll see you soon. Cheerio.